What is going on? My name is Taylor, and this podcast is called Who Knows, a podcast that works to answer the simply complicated questions of life and promote a life of self-love, mental health, and creating your own normal. Don't worry, we are just as lost as you are. Hello, people of the world. Here we are. Welcome to the mini-sode. But listen, would it be me if I didn't make something weird? Uh, So we're going to call it a tiny-sode because I like the word tiny. So welcome to our tiny-sode, everyone. Maria and I are finally together for what seems like 4,000 years. It's been a while. It has been so long. Um, we've both been really, really busy. There was a week where we were both like, <laughs> nothing's okay and everything sucks. Literally, yeah. Like that was the, that, there was, yeah, there was a whole week there where I was just like, wow, this is a, I guess this is, this is how this is going to be right now. And the funny thing for me was that like, we were both struggling, but like you were in my hometown and I was in your hometown struggling. Yes. That is so real. Oh Isn't my gosh. that weird? Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. They, they're w- cares. <laughs> There was some day that uh, uh, I like, I think like I drove by, I like, you know, I, I drive by your street every day when I go to school and I'm like, she's not there and nope. I'm here. And yeah, it was a, maybe we should have done like a house swap. Like, do you remember that weird ass show wife swap? Oh my gosh. Yes. Was that the one where the lady was like, do you remember? Uh, there were like a lot of memes about it and stuff like that. The lady that was like, like, I don't know. She was like really, really like heavily religious in a way that was like kind of scary. Yep. And she was like, like this had like these heathens and was like yelling and screaming of like in a very, very scary way. My favorite wife swap meme is like the little kid kid who like got mad because the mom yes. wouldn't let him eat chicken nuggets <laughs> chicken nuggets, nuggets are my best friend yeah. <laughs> or wasn't it chicken nuggets is my family or oh that's that... i think that's you're right that's that yeah. is what it was There's chicken some... nuggets is my family yeah and, and she... he like started packing up all his bags because he yeah. was gonna run away and she was like and he's like she she's the queen and we're the sorry people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh what a weird ass show yes yeah, like, like we all accept like what however many years ago that was on we just like all accepted that like that was fine so um, when two wives swapped houses we were like fuck let's make a show out of this, this and it'll fine. run for like 10 years i also love thinking about all the shows that used to be on mtv like next do you remember oh next my god the little description cards that were 100 percent made up anytime anyone got out of the bus it was like like oh, allison yeah 33 loves to party once pooped in a shoe like doesn't go to college like, <laughs> like i want just that like, to be my card that just like throws you the fuck off <laughs> once pooped <laughs> once pooped in a shoe no but i fucking my favorite part of that show was when the people they would come off the bus and they'd be like no like immediately they'd just be like no Next. and then they'd be like i don't like you anyway yeah. or room raiders like you just get like, yeah. abducted by a van and it's like you just yes. accept that yes. like dude that was like i feel like that was honestly like <laughs> such an such a crucial part of mtv like good mtv which like that's a very that's a rough term saying good mtv because <laughs> yeah, right, it's like right. kind of all terrible like, like like uh like jackass viva la bam mm-hmm. room raiders next like real world road rules actually yes like yeah. literally those were that was like the pivotal like yeah point of, that, that was when i peaked yeah it's yeah. been all down <laughs> from there. 
That's how you got your education in Florida. It's required by the law. Dude, holy crap. <laughs> Just watch them TV. We need to do an episode about why Florida is so bad. Yeah. There are so many reasons. Ugh. It's something in the something in the water. Or I I always say it's either something in the water or it's the the heat, the extreme heat. Yeah, both maybe. Makes us like absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. All right. So we've got these um these listener questions. Um, Thanks for sending those in, by the way. Yes, y'all are y'all came through, uh, and we got some questions uh, via the Instagram. Which, by the way, we are always accepting questions. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We just did these like this was like we got a lot of them like for the minisode. But like, if you have questions anytime, you can email us at uh, podcast who knows at gmail or you can DM, DM me on Instagram. Like Maria looks at those too. Like we welcome questions all the time this is kind of like a good mix of the of like questions like where there's some that are like like more serious topics about like politics and stuff like that and then there are other ones that are just like what's your favorite this or what's your favorite that like we love any of those questions so please send them in and and even if you have questions for maria she's not always on but like if you want to send in a voice memo then we can actually just like play your voice on the podcast and then you can like tell all your friends that you're on a podcast look mom i'm on a podcast Mm -hmm. that's what i tell my mom every day she's so proud of me um okay so the first question that we have is uh what is your desert island movie so i guess like if you were stranded on a desert island what would be the movie that you would pick um you want to go first sure okay so i kind of just like figured this out about 20 minutes ago but i think i'm gonna go with baby driver okay it's like a good movie it's fun it's interesting i feel like it's one of those movies where like you can catch something different in it every time you watch it it's got a really good plot and yeah, but I also want to say, this does not mean that it's my favorite movie. It's just like, which one would I be willing to watch over and over again if I was stuck on a desert island? I've never seen that movie. It's so, so good. I, I really like it. Yeah, I definitely have to check that out. Um, I can, <laughs> if anybody saw a couple of weeks ago, I did like one of those like Instagram brand like questionnaires and like, I, I don't do questionnaires like correctly. Like I cannot pick, <laughs> there's like very rarely I can pick one of anything, um, so I put Clerks, which is uh, directed by Kevin Smith. It's like probably one of his most well-known movies. And like, I love that movie just because, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's it, a cult classic. It is a cult classic. Yeah. And like, you do catch different things every time. And like, it's just funny. And like, I really, I just like it. And it's all, I've been watching that movie since like before I probably should have been watching that movie. <laughs> um, and then the other one I put was Sing, which is the DreamWorks. I think it's DreamWorks. Um <laughs> And I just love dancing around the living room to that. Like, Kyle and I watched that, like, four days in a row. Poor guy. <laughs> against his will. Um, and, yeah, I, I just love dancing around to that. So, it's like, I had to have two because I'm like, Clerks is, like, my, like, you know, like, I'm sitting down and I'm, like, like still funny. But, like, you know, like, has, like, this is, like, kind of thought-provoking. And then Sing is, like, I just want to get up and dance. I feel like another good one could be, like, Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's just like something fun. It is, like, yeah. yeah, the other one I thought of was the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I haven't seen one. that actually. I know, what? I know, oh, I know. Man. I think I've seen parts of it. Um, because I definitely like remember it's like the bowling one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely remember some of those scenes, but I've never seen it the whole way through. Uh, second question is favorite dessert and why? You should go first because I'm literally still thinking about so, this. So I put chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'm very specific. Like I. I make my own cake on my birthday yes. because I want what I want. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have, I can't really, this sounds mean, but like, I don't trust anyone to make my cake. <laughs> um, but it has, so it, like a chocolate cake, but it has to be like, 
really warm and like melty and like kind like I put basically raw but like <laughs> I kind of do meat like basically raw because I just like I love like you know like any like really really soft like same with cookies like mm-hmm. really really soft like warm like gooey stuff yeah. I love that so much I love every dessert so this is probably the hardest question I've ever had to answer in my life um, no, I'm lying. I really like fruity, like, desserts. Uh. So, like, literally any pie or, like, tarts or, like, like danishes and stuff. Oh, Yum. pie is good. Yeah. But I think, I think I'd have to go with, like, I don't know. I kind of really like tiramisu, which is such an odd one. That is. But, but you yeah. like coffee, so that kind of makes sense. But it's, I think it's, like, the moistness of it. It's, like, oh, a cake, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. also, like, really, like yum yeah it's like tr- uh trace like trace cake yeah really yeah i would yeah. say tr- i would say that's probably up there too and then i don't know like more traditional like i really love a pecan pie i was gonna say like when you said pie i was like pecan pie Pecan pie like is it. the freaking best yeah it is mm. my mom likes pecan pie yeah i think pie i think like pie category in general i'm like creed who wants a fucking pie for his birthday <laughs> like <laughs> oh my gosh uh, that's what i'm making for next year's birthday love pie i love i mean i love cake i love it all i love cookies i'm honestly like mm, a lemon drizzle loaf delicious <laughs> drizzle <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> drizzle Um, the thing about this question that's kind of funny is like, I'm actually like, I will choose chips Mm -hmm. any day over sweets, but like there are like, if I want a sweet, like it has to be like a really good, like a really solid, like really warm, like gooey cookie or like warm gooey Mm -hmm. cake. Like those are like the two things I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes. Send us a pie. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's (laughs) okay. There's this one Instagram person. Her Instagram name is like Hello Sweetie Pies or Hello Sweet Pies. And Ooh. she makes pie, little pies on a stick. What? And sometimes they're shaped like Mickey Mouse. And she like, she does deliveries in Disneyland. Like she like brings them. But like she also does like, you can like order them and like have them sent to your house. Dang. Um, so yeah, send us those. So uh, next one is what is your go-to atypical self-care, i.e. not a mask or a bubble bath? The funny thing is that like, I feel like that for me is atypical self-care, like doing like cute little nice things is like such a like oh self I don't know but anyway I digress um (laughs) I think for me it would be just like getting my life together yes just like sitting down and being like all I want to do for the next 10 hours no that's excessive all I want to do for the next like four to five hours is like figure out like my budget figure out my bills figure out like my month my planner my schedule like that will calm me down because I think a lot of the time when I'm like in chaos and feeling stressed and feeling anxiety and I need self-care it's because I feel like my life is chaos and then like making steps to put that into order I think really really helps me yeah yeah I can agree with that also just like food yeah so like mine is a little bit food related um my self-care is kind of like a mode that I don't allow myself to get into a lot. But, I mean, this is something that I'm working on, but I put a lot of like restrictions on myself that like don't really make any sense. When I need just like some time to just like chill out, I like to allow myself and like 
I'm not, this is like, I'm trying to explain this in a good way. Like, I'm not saying that these are bad things and that like, I'm saying like, this is like, I'm like bad when I'm doing this, but like, (laughs) I just like to be like a garbage person. Yes. Like I like to wear like shitty clothes, going to the grocery store and just eating all the samples that are there, (laughs) eating in my car, just Mm -hmm. like getting food and just like shoving it in my face in my car. And, um, and then also I I love just like dancing ugliest dancing that I could possibly do and just like if anyone could just like see what I'm doing right now like like just like just running around my apartment and just like being like absolutely obnoxious Mm -hmm. that's what I love doing like getting yourself together is also definitely Mm -hmm. one for me just allowing yourself to not have it together Mm -hmm. all like in a like in a way that like you're just like, fuck it, bro. Like, yeah, I guess great. Like, the atypical thing is throwing me off because like everyone is so different. I think what this person means by that is like self-care is kind of like marketed as yes, like, it's like, yeah. a, it's like something that people are like trying to profit off yeah. of in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's like, it's very, um, what's the word? It's like, not, not fantasized, but like, it's like, I know exactly what you're trying fuck, to say. It's, um, damn it what is the fucking word like the instagram models like it's, it's like whitewashed into like this yeah, like, like very simple like um the word is like god oh, we're really good at podcasting it's really bo- we don't know how to talk <laughs> it's really bothering um, what is the word it's i'm gonna think of it while i'm editing and then i'm just gonna insert my voice saying what, can what you it please is do yeah that? please do it or if like i commodita- think commoditized not commoditized like, it's the word we were thinking about was romanticized that's right romanticized oh god okay we have to move on yeah i we can't have to. i'm gonna we we're to. gonna spend forever doing this um but yeah and that's the whole podcast see you and, next and, week and that's it we're done <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on instagram <laughs> um oh my god i would if i were a listener and that was a podcast i would feel so enraged because like it's at the tip of both of our tongues i'm sure people are like screaming it right oh my now. god yeah probably okay anyway um, Okay, uh, but yeah, so you know what we mean. So I think that that's what that person meant by atypical self-care <laughs> is the thing that's not. I would say on top of just like getting my life together, I think something that really helps me that's like not your typical like self-care thing is like letting myself just do something like completely unproductive that I just want to do. Mm, yeah. Like if I want to take three hours baking like the most elaborate random dessert, even though I should spend those three hours like working or something, yeah. I'll let myself mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally real. Yeah. So, so now we're getting into something heavy, heavy. Um, <laughs> so this question is, what are your thoughts on the 2018 midterm results and the implications for the country? I feel like you're going to have way more to say than I do. I'm very, I'm going to be real with everybody right now. So I'm very new to politically participating. It's not something that I, I, I've been like kind of sheltered from a lot of stuff in my life. And I've been like, you know, I, I've had the privilege of not having to worry about a lot of things just out of, you know, just being sheltered from a lot of stuff. So I don't have like all the answers. Like, I mean, nobody does. But like what I said is I feel like it's a step in the right direction, but it also makes it very clear that we still have a ton of work to do. And it's hard. It's really hard to not feel a little hopeless when we didn't have the house yet, but we lost the Senate. Mm -hmm. I was in tech and I was like, I looked at everybody and I was like, people will not give up their right to hate. 
Yeah. Like, they don't want to give that up. Everybody, no, I like, have the exact same feeling. Like, this country, like, a lot of this country loves to hate. That's what they want to do. Yeah. For me, it was, like, I was watching Florida elections really closely because, like, all my family lives there, so it greatly affects that part of my life. Yeah. But I was also very closely watching North Carolina and, like, a few other, like, key areas. And just, like, seeing how freaking liberal Forsyth County and Guilford County are, Yeah. Um, which is, like, where Taylor and I reside, and then seeing how like fucked up gerrymandering has still turned our congressional districts into like red districts yeah felt so deeply it made me feel hopeless i was like cool doesn't matter that winston-salem and forsyth county had over a hundred thousand democratic votes and we not only like you know we think of our country as 50 50 when in reality America is probably around like 60% like liberal or like Democrat, let's say, and 40% like more Republican conservative. And seeing Forsyth County, not even 40-60, literally like 70-30 in some races towards Democratic candidates. But then seeing that because of gerrymandering, we still elected Republicans Yeah, just made me feel so hopeless. Yeah, Yeah. it's really tough. And again, like, I just, I'm still learning so much. And like, I'm just, I'm glad that I have become more informed and like a little more involved just because I feel like, I feel like it's important. If I had to say one thing about it, it's just like, the hate, it Mm -hmm. sucks. Like, that's really what it is for me. Florida elected a Nazi for governor. Yeah. Yeah, they elected a, a Nazi. And it was so close. It was so close. And it's just sad and like you know Beto O'Rourke and like um yeah, Stacey t- Abrams yeah. like also lost and it's just like really hard but I guess I'll move on to like what I want to say which is there are a lot of positives still like yeah, oh, it's, yeah. there like, are a lot of firsts it's so hard to get really hung up on like the negative because it's just been such a shitty two years in politics but a lot of good did come out of this election I mean like our checks and balances like that's like the number one change we're gonna see most suddenly and drastically we are not controlled by republicans anymore which again like it's a sign that our democracy is not perfect it's far from perfect when like we have like a 40 60 democrat leaning country run by republicans and so just having control of the house is gonna just like put a lot of checks and balances into place things just are going to be able to stay more constitutional. Like, we've seen a lot of really fucked up shit that Trump and the GOP has tried to pass in the last two years or have succeeded in passing that are just, like, totally unconstitutional. And just, like, having the House be a a Democrat majority is really just going to help us, one, stop that, like, nip those things in the bud and also, like, restore some policy. If you think about it, like, literally Trump can't pass any new anything any legislation without democrats signing off on it just like saying that out loud i'm like hell fucking yes hell yes yeah and so like we're gonna see a lot of policy being restored a lot of pushback on like these really shitty things that the republicans are trying to pass um infringing on the rights of so many disenfranchised people and um and then yeah just like paving forward like into the future like i think it's a step in the right direction like you said taylor and then also the redistricting that will happen and undoing of all the Republican gerrymandering 
I think will also be great because not only have we elected like a bunch of really awesome people into office, but now like votership is going to change, especially with like the felon policy that like passed in Florida. Like we have so many new voters and the way things are going to be redistrict, it's going to represent our country so much better um, for 2020, which is a huge election year. Not that this one wasn't, but I I think we just are going forward at such a like better and clearer um atmosphere than we would have if it was all republicans again yeah yeah i can talk about this for a whole hour (laughs) there are a lot of things that like specifically i would say that need to be changed like on a specifics level and again this just may this may just be coming from somebody who's new to all of this business but i just really hope for for a country where we treat each other well and we treat each other like we all live on this planet together and we all have to live here together and like everybody deserves to be important and deserves to be treated as a human being and people deserve to live a life that they can be happy about. I just think that that's just like a basic human right mm-hmm. and I think that some of that has not seemed to be important in some ways recently yeah i'm excited like i really i think saying all those positive things out loud it's going in the right direction yeah there's there's there it's hard sometimes it can be very hard to feel like there is hope but i think that this shows that there is a little hope yeah yeah it'll be good it'll be good and if anything this has shown how like humans and like the people of this country the majority at least like saw something really 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 bad happen two years ago and we're like cool we're gonna do everything we can to change this that's good and there's still a lot more we can do yeah but like we changed shit we literally changed the government that's the way that life is it's like change is never really over okay so we have another very serious question this was sent to someone who obviously is deeply concerned with um our devotion to kyle so the question says if kyle killed someone would you rat on him or all caps ride and die and take care of that body (laughs) so my question my answer is very simple ride and die that's my boy he's been there for me he's my he's my ride or die so i'll ride or die for him i guess if he i mean I'm sure, knowing Kyle, I'm sure if he killed someone, he had a pretty good reason. <laughs> that is, like, such a terrible thing to say. <laughs> Please do not, you know, call the police on me. Um, but I would be there for him. I would. Or, you know, I would probably ha- ha- seriously suggest that he um, seek some therapy after that. But I'd be there for him. Okay, I thought about this way too long and hard. Oh, God. So if Kyle killed someone and I found out about it, it'd have to be either by accident or on, on purpose, obviously. And so I think if I find found out about it on accident, it would be really hard. I don't think I could make that decision. I'd have to think about it for too long. But if I found out it, uh, if I found out about it on purpose, Kyle has his family and Taylor to tell stuff to, and he chose to tell me. I'd be deeply concerned that he killed Taylor. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I would rat him out. Yo, yeah. If he killed, yo, this question was not specific. But if the someone is me, you better be on my I will. Rat his I ass would out. Rat his ass you out. Rat his ass out, Kyle. If, if it wasn't you. Then and I'd have to think about it a little bit longer. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're maybe I, I, maybe I'd keep quiet and you know ha- uh, hashtag ride and die so that I could profit off of it and make like a true crime podcast or something. Because yeah. we all know those are very hot right now. Yeah. Oh, I, oh my gosh. Yes. Also, you could. I mean, speaking of profit, you could be like 
oh yeah hush money yeah you could yeah you could buy me yeah yeah i have we all kyle (laughs) kyle has no problem with buying things so he would definitely buy your silence (laughs) he definitely would he almost bought you a fucking tv he did (laughs) i still think about that like oh kyle was ready to buy you a tv on black friday so sweet (laughs) who is his girlfriend uh okay this is a simple one uh favorite podcasts honestly for me right now it'll vary from time to time but the three that are always like on the top of my list are call your girlfriend ologies and and this is a kind of a cheating answer but like all the crooked media podcasts hysteria pod save america love it or leave it keep it like so good and especially with all the like election stuff i've just been like on that cool um, I would say that uh, friendshipping is oh, that is a fun one. Friendshipping yeah. is one of my favorites. WDW Radio, which is like a very if you're not a Disney nerd, you're not into it. Like so, I'm totally freaking into it. Like my favorite thing that they do on there is um they do audio walking tours of like uh like the parks or like they go to restaurants and they like order a ton of food and they like talk they eat it and they talk about it. I love that. Um, And then, like, kind of, like, a standard for me, partially because, like, if I, you know, had, like, any chance, I would probably drop everything and marry Mark Maron. Uh, But WTF is, WTF is life. Hell, yeah. Okay, next one. What are some techniques that you use that help you manage your time well? Do you want to go first? Mine are simple, honestly, like, Wonderlist and my planner. I plan my day, like, down to the hour, like... That was something that Maria taught me about a long time ago, and it's served me like no other. Being able to sit down every Sunday and like plan out my week and like figure out like where things fit in and like making sure that I have time to accomplish everything. And like recently, it's been really helpful because like I have to cut some stuff out. Like mm-hmm. I can't spend as much time as at the gym. Like I haven't done yoga in like a week, which I actually need to start. That needs to become a priority, actually. Um, but like, but 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 that's the thing is like having my planner to like sit down and like have the time to really prioritize like you know like things like yoga and working out versus like my thesis and like when do I make dinner and like I meal plan like I don't meal prep necessarily all the time but I meal plan I like plan what I'm going to eat um so uh, and then Wonderlist comes in handy for things that like are kind of time sensitive but more so that like I because like I look at my plan it's more so you don't forget what right. you need to do right because yeah. there are certain things every week that like I have to do at a certain time or whatever I like or like that I have to some, sometimes it's nice to just have that little reminder mm-hmm. my planner helps me like like a large scale planning and then like Wonderlist helps me to like you know be like hey you need to do that you need to do that mm-hmm. and like so both of those things together really really help me yeah very similar for me definitely meal planning every week like not only helps you with budget stuff but then you don't have to think about what to eat or my biggest problem is when to eat like because I'll just work and then it's like oh it's four o'clock and I only had breakfast if I plan my meals I kind of already have all the ingredients I need sometimes it'll last me like two or three days so I just have to like grab it out the fridge so Mm -hmm. that's like really effective for time management and then I love me a passion planner big advocate I got one for Nate and he's using it yeah that's lovely yeah that's so good I'm so happy about that um so I love passion planner I love all like the fun like productivity apps like Trello Wonderlist Google Calendar oh yeah Google Calendar is yeah if I had to give one piece of advice to anyone is Google Calendar is really great kind of for what like Taylor was saying you only have like 24 hours in the day and eight of those hours you're sleeping so like 
I think both of us have the same issue where we're, we like stretch ourselves thin and yeah. have like so many things to do and having like a visual medium of like blocks of time really helps you figure out like one how long everything's gonna take you and two like what you have to cut out if you make a to-do list you can have 300 things on it that's not gonna get done in the span of a day or a week or whatever but when you have it visually laid out in blocks you can be like okay well from like 8 a.m to 12 like i'm working on this so like i can't be you know it like really helps you take the time that you set aside for work or whatever like personal stuff whatever and then just like make sure you are not stretching yourself thin like it really gives you a visual way of putting blocks of things all on like a screen and then you know that you have the time to do those things and you don't add things or take away things or whatever so this next one is actually just uh directed at maria uh and it says i know maria is a vegetarian what is her go-to protein um so actually i've been a pescatarian for a little bit over a year now but i I I still eat a largely vegetarian um diet Mm -hmm. i would say probably my my biggest source of protein would be legumes legumes i never know how to say that that's right legumes. yeah beans chickpeas nuts like all that um i pretty much include in most of my meals and then like eggs yeah dude <laughs> like eggs are so versatile and they're simple put an egg on it yes put an egg on it put a poached egg put a fried egg scrambled eggs for breakfast i'm not gonna lie there are days hard-boiled like, eggs to, i was gonna say today i eat i just eat hard-boiled eggs yeah. for lunch sometimes because it's quick it's protein yeah. it's good like we're done had egg salad yesterday yes yeah so this is a really interesting question um and i really maria again i'm gonna this is like I don't know what I did with like the last 25 years of my life. It was mostly like just Disney and Harry Potter and like absolute (laughs) insanity. Um, But like, I, but I do like, I mean, I love thinking about this kind of stuff more. Um, So the question is, why aren't there more male contraceptive options? Is this a biological thing? And I I thought maybe that it was a biological thing. I was like, okay, maybe it's like actually more difficult for men to like be sterile in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know like what the proper terms are for that. Um, but I guess it's like, you know, to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the woman takes the contraceptive. Like, that's just how it goes. Um, but I know that Maria has some information on this that I am so excited about. The reason there aren't more male contraceptive options is because of the patriarchy. Because, like, think about it. Like, if you have if you if you have a sink and you let the tap run um, and you don't want that water going anywhere, like, are you going to cover, like, the sinkhole, or are you going to turn the tap off? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, like... that's a really good analogy. Yeah, so, like, the reason women have to take birth control for the most part is because of the patriarchy. Um, so they've actually done a lot of research into male contraceptive options in the last few years, and I haven't... I don't have, like, any statistics near me or anything, so, like, I do apologize if I get any of this wrong, but the last major update I've heard was that they came up with like a really good way to kind of mimic what the pill does, um, which, you know, is like a daily sort of or more frequent than like, you know, it's not like the IUD or the implant where it last, like lasts three years or whatever. Yeah. But it was like a more daily, like self-administered shot. Um, and the reason why it was a shot, I'm not too clear on as opposed to like a pill. But um, yeah, they did like human trials on this. And first off the bat, like men were just like didn't want to take a shot every day. That's that's it. Yeah, that's that's like the biggest reason why um, it hasn't gone through was because men were just opposed to taking a shot every day. And then the other reasons were that the birth control itself, like all the hormones and stuff, 
had literally the exact same and and I think even like less than um, the same side effects that like women's birth control has. So like, you know, we all know like bloating, moodiness, um, like can have an effect like can like worsen or like change up your like anxiety or depression what are some other like birth control side effects acne did you say weight gain weight gain yeah, yeah weight fluctuation it's all these same things um it had the same sort of you know because when you're messing with hormones that's gonna kind of mess the balance of things and the trials that happened men just like couldn't handle it they just like were like this is too much to handle um which is not a sign of weakness like i'm not saying like oh look at these weak men it's just like yeah women deal with that every fucking day and we take it because if we don't we got pregnant yeah and we just have to take it yeah um so just think about that for a second like men get to say like oh no this is too much for me and i don't got pregnant so it doesn't matter so that's a problem yeah in my opinion i think that's yeah. yeah i think that's very uh now that I know that, I'm like, hmm, hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Yeah, so um, it didn't go through, like, they, I don't know if they've ended the study or anything, but, like, they haven't made the male birth control available because it's, like, it, like, had all these things. Yeah. yeah. I've spent a lot of my life, again, not understanding anything, apparently, um, which is fine. I mean, not, a, like, you know, everybody has a journey, um, but the veil has been lifted, friends, on men. <laughs> Thank you, grad school, for <laughs> lifting the veil on men and their BS. Um, I still, I mean, I have men in my life that are very supportive and that I love. My dad is awesome and helps me with, you know, school and stuff like that. Kyle supports me in all of my mental health struggles. Um, so there are some men out there that are really awesome. There are a lot um, of great men yeah, out there. Yeah. But the patriarchy. Yeah. like The construct. The construct that tells men, like whatever you do is fine and whatever you want don't want to do is fine too like where's that for me yeah exactly <laughs> we don't get all those options yeah, all the time that's true <laughs> thank you all so much for these questions these were really awesome and i feel like we had a really fun time i still can't think of that word oh god the word no do we want to spend another second trying to think of it oh. romanticized okay that's the that's word that i one. was thinking that, of. no yeah yeah, yeah yeah romanticized i just yelled that in your ear maria <laughs> yeah it's the self-care is romanticized yeah like like i'm sitting on my balcony in my silk robe let's set the stage i'm sitting on my balcony in my silk robe with my my white fluffy socks and my rose oil face mask drinking a champagne with just a tidge of blood orange juice and with my hair wrapped up in a hair mask, you know, like that's yep. like, like yep. The, the start of a romance model, <laughs> the romance model. That's like the start of a romance novel. Like, yeah. So it's like romanticized. It's like feeling depressed and like you want to die. Just do a hair mask. Like, mm. you know, it doesn't work that way. You're feeling depressed and you want to die. Go to Publix and put four hush puppies in your little carry out thing and eat three of them before you go to the gym. Feel like nobody loves you. Go to <laughs> Food Lion and eat an entire bag of family sized Cheetos. Yes. That is. Yeah. So that's what Me. I think. That's what I think that that person meant. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all your questions. It was really awesome to hear from you and it was really fun to answer them all. Um, I'm really glad that Maria and I got together to be able to do that. Again, if you have any other questions ever, please send them to us. We love to answer questions. Um, and thank you so much for listening.
So if you want to stay up to date with episode releases or see cute pictures of animals, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at who knows pod. Uh, and we are also on Facebook at who knows. We feature pets on our Instagram story every day we release a new episode. So if you want to send us a picture of your cat or dog or any fluffy animal uh, or non-fluffy animal, uh, you can send them to us on Instagram and we will feature your pet. You can also visit our website at whoknowspod.com. And if you, like I said, if you want to send us a question uh, or a voice memo with your question, uh, you can email us at podcastwhoknows at gmail.com. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you hate us, you know... Just do it anyway, because we're cool. Rethink. If you hate us, tell us why. Send us an email. Rethink it. Let's try to let's try to connect. This episode was hosted and produced by me, Taylor Dankovich, edited and produced by Maria Wortel. Our intro music is by Chris Williams, and our outro music is Links by Software. Who knows who's out there, but I love you, and thanks for listening. Romanticize. Romanticize.